Talk Time with Reed Moriarty. You're the creator of the Cleveland International Film Festival. That's true, yeah. So, John, let's start with some movie questions. Uh Uh-oh. Do you have a favorite movie about politics? Oh, you know, that's a very interesting question because most people say, what's your favorite movie? And I always find that a very unfair question because... I have different favorite movies, different comedies, different uh, dramas. I never was asked about politics, so give me a moment. Um, maybe All the President's Men, um, uh, but I hadn't thought about that. My, if I can tell you that among my favorite movies is Casablanca, which is indirectly about politics, but probably not with the kind of political film you might have thought I would have said. All right, Casablanca, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite comedy? I like Woody Allen comedies, and not, not any one jumps out at me. I also am a big fan of the Marx Brother films. I like Duck Soup very much. That was among, among my favorite comedies. Of course. Do you have a favorite drama? Ooh, now you're getting me. This, this is hard. Um, I like the films of Ingmar Bergman very much. Um, they're very intense, uh, very demanding, and I'm trying to draw, maybe a film called Wild Strawberries would be, would, would fall within the de- definition of, of, a, of, a, of a drama. So, John Foreman, I'm a full-screen fan. Do you prefer widescreen or full-screen? <laughs> um, I prefer seeing movies in movie theaters, but the <laughs> truth of the matter is, in, in, either, in either format, either wide or, or full-screen, but um, so many film people today now watch movies on their little iPhones or their iPads. They don't. They don't realize what uh, what they're uh, missing by not seeing a movie in a movie theater. Sitting there with people and reacting with the people and laughing if it's uh, a comedy or crying if it, the film is an emotional film. To watch a film by yourself, is, I unfortunately watch lots of movies by myself because that's how they're sent to me. Um, but uh, you're denied that whole uh, social experience too. But you, to see it. it you know, great sound on a big screen is really a, a special experience. All right. So, John, have you ever met Siskel and Ebert? Actually, I had the opportunity to meet them both. It was among my favorite shows was always watching their, uh, their movie rating show because they rated, they spoke intelligently about their likes and dislikes about movies rather than just dismissing them and saying, oh, that wasn't very good. They would have a reason why a movie wasn't very good or they would tell you why it was a film that you should really seek out. They argued intelligently. They didn't just say, you're stupid, that's a dumb argument. They would say, no, you missed the point. They, and they would always elaborate on their, uh, on their differences. And, and they had deep respect for each other, but, but clearly there are times when they really disliked each other. Um, and that's an answer to your question. That is a documentary, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the film. Somebody made a documentary on Roger Ebert, who was dying and the filmmaker uh, recorded speaking with him and his reflections on on films, and he spoke with great passion about Gene Siskel, who had predeceased him, and he admitted that it it broke his heart that Gene never told him that he had cancer and he was dying of cancer. It's interesting you brought them up because many people will not know who they are, and the whole concept of today of thumbs up, thumbs down comes from these two critics. It's ubiquitous. All right. So, John Foreman, what makes a quality film, in your opinion? Oh, man. You, you know, <laughs> you've done your homework. These are tough questions. If a movie doesn't engage me in the first 20 or 30 minutes, then there's something wrong. I can't tell you what it is if, it, if it's 
So tell me a favorite story about the Cleveland International Film Festival, John. Oh man, there, there are um, several. We once brought the uh, star Peter Falk into town uh, to appear for his film, A Woman, Woman Under the Influence, and um, he missed his plane. Uh, he was coming from Washington, D.C., and we were in a panic because we had sold a lot of tickets for people who wanted to meet him, and there was a private dinner for him, and so on and so forth. And we found a, a man who was a private pilot who offered to fly uh, to, to uh, Washington to pick up Mr. Falk and his mm -hmm. wife and, and brought him back. And I thought that was incredible that we pulled that off. And it, we, we were never charged for that, uh, for that experience either. So it was wonderful. He is oh. in The Princess Bride. You, you have this wealth of movie information. So what makes a film festival international, John? Probably the decision to show films from around the world. I made a conscious decision when we started Cleveland Film Festival. In fact, our first so-called uh, mission statement was to show the films that otherwise would not come to Cleveland. That was, that was how we built it. And we had, uh, the first year, had eight films from eight different countries, including the United States. But so the answer to the question is showing films from countries that you didn't, weren't aware were actually making movies to this, in this day and age. That's awesome, John Foreman. Last question. People Ooh. say Cleveland is a movie town because of you. What do you hope your legacy will be? I, I, I'm flattered by that, first of all. And, and I think that while I will take some of the credit for that very generous uh, comment and compliment, um, I just started the ball rolling. The, the, the environment was right when I started the, the film festival. Anything you'd like to ask me? I want to know how of you got course. interested in movies. Why are you so passionate about movies? Movies make me happy. There you go. Okay. And that, that's true for a lot of people. But are there movies that, you, that make you unhappy, make you sad? No. No. Even if you watch a depressing movie or a disturbing movie? Well, Chi Chi Bang Bang, well, in the movie Chi Chi Bang yeah. Bang, there's a sad song, Lovely Lonely Man, mm -hmm. that truly scrumptious sings. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the movie mm -hmm. Chi Chi Bang Bang, it makes me happy when Caractatus and Truly get married. Well, then you're choosing, you're choosing movies correctly. I, I like when movies get under my skin and um, really draw out an emotion. I, I'm just thinking when I watch Schindler's List for the first time, it's a very emotional movie, and at the end, when they bring out the survivors of the Holocaust versus those that are being portrayed in the movie, it's very, very uh, moving. Um, and there are other movies like that, that really, you, when the movie ends and, and the lights come up, you see people wiping their eyes and taking out their handkerchiefs, and, you know, because the movie has been done in a very uh, meaningful and a powerful way, then that draws out that kind of emotion in a person. Thank you very much, John Foreman. Thank you for asking. It was nice talking to Talk you. Talk Time with Reed Moriarty.